And that's the funny thing is I've shot plenty of the straight blowbacks and yeah, the weight of the high point, even adding in the recoil, like the spring recoil and the shoulder stock, uh, it's pretty soft shooting PCC. Hey everybody. Welcome to episode 96 of For the Love of Guns. Thank you for joining Team Bands today as we talk to Dave from High Point Firearms. Now we're going to talk about High Point Firearms. We're going to talk about competition shooting. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff in this episode. And I really think you're going to enjoy it. Now before we talk to Dave, it's time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. Falco Holsters are the holsters that, well, they just work for me. They fit my budget, they fit my guns, and they fit my needs. Especially this new one. This is the Cheetah. They've been out for a little bit. This is a level two retention holster. That's a leather pancake holster. And uh, this one's for my SIG P220. And look at the laser etching right there. Amazing stuff coming from Falco. They have a holster for any budget, every gun, without sacrificing quality. Go check out Falco Holster and use the checkout code BANSHEE to save 10% on your order. Now this is also brought to you by Ammo Squared. Do you need a hedge against inflation? We're all looking for an edge to keep wealth. Some go into gold, some go into silver, some go into ammo. And that's the greatest thing about Ammo Squared is you can take a little bit of money out of your paycheck and send it in and stock it in ammo. Or you can make a big purchase however you want. That way you always have ammo available. When you take it out, you can get your ammo. Or if prices go up, you can even sell your ammo back. Amazing concept from Ammo Squared. Definitely go check them out. Link is down below. Now with the bills paid, it's time to talk to Dave. Dave, tell me about your love of guns. Yeah, I'm Dave from High Point. Um, I'm the creative director, so I'll do a lot of social media stuff or interviews and stuff. Um, one thing is I'm actually the shooter of High Point, so I actually do shoot guns, not just High Points, awesome. everything and everything. Yeah, I mean, I am, I'm kind of like that go-to guy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, what? What's the use of working for a gun company without getting a chance to go out shooting guns, right? Man, I mean, I mean, that's my thought on it. But you know, there's a lot of people who work in the gun industry in general that they know nothing about guns and work for gun companies. Yes. I mean, that's 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 pretty legit, you know. Yeah, no, it, I'm a trigger puller for true. sure. It's true because you know you get into some of these some of these marketing people. Um, sometimes you look at them, you like, have you graduated high school yet? Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, yeah, I have a, I have a bachelor's degree. I'm like, okay, either I'm getting older, or you're getting younger, right, um, right. And then, I'm not getting older, you know, that's for and, damn sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like, uh, did you did you actually like shoot these things before you oh. got the job or? And right. some of them, yeah, you, you, you scratch your head and you're like, okay, I, I understand that you're a marketing person, not a gun person, but. When you get those marketing people that are gun people, it's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, if, if you're not a gun person, you're getting into gun marketing. That's totally fine. That's cool. But by God, I hope whatever company you go to, I hope they're like, let's get you to the range. Let's get you familiar with at least our products. I don't care yeah. if you don't know anything about anybody else's product. As long as you know ours through and through, it just yeah. gives us such a better understanding of all of it, you know? Yeah, that way 
That way, when someone t- talks about trigger creep, you at least know what it is. Right. You're right. Going, huh? What, what's that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're pulling the trigger for ten miles, you know. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny when you run into those people. And, and, um, so we met at the high point booth at SHOT Show, um, yep. which was kind of cool. We, man, at SHOT Show, you see, you see all kinds there, right? Oh, you see everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember, um, the first time I was going to SHOT Show, I was just like, uh, you know, I was talking to a couple of buddies of mine. I'm like, all right, what, you know, what, what do you expect? And they're just like, you're going to see cut off shorts all the way up to suits and everything in between. You're going to see crew cuts, man buns, um, you name it. You're just going to see it. Right. So you see every walk of life. Yeah. Everything. Just just the way it is. So so I'm going to, I'm going to warm us up a little bit with, with some ask the AI questions. So I asked chat GPT three questions. And the first question I asked it are, what are the top three potential reasons to buy an American-made pistol? Oh, God, I'd love to hear what it says. (laughs) So what do you think the top three reasons are? I mean, if we're talking about our brand, I mean, it's going to be because it's an affordable gun. That's kind of our whole thing. Uh, Reliable, and I'd say accurate. Those Those are my top three. Your top three. So ChatGPT came up with quality control. American-made pistols are often known for their high quality and excellent craftsmanship. Hmm. Support the local economy. Buying American-made pistols helps support local business and contributes to the growth of the domestic economy. Hmm. Somebody somebody with their PhD got into that one. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right? And the third one, which... And this is these. This answer is exactly why I ask these questions to show people that you don't trust some of the answers. Yeah. Legal considerations. Some states have laws that restrict the sale and or ownership of firearms made outside the United States. Okay. Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I know some states that restrict the huh. sale of or, or buying of. Guns made inside the United States, right? It's on right. Their roster, right? <laughs> well, so, I mean, yeah. Skynet knows what you what you tell Skynet to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's I, I love when that thing came up. I was just like, huh, that's going to be an interesting one to come to come up with. Yeah. So the next thing I asked are, what are the top three reasons someone might consider a ten millimeter pistol over a nine millimeter pistol? <laughs> oh, this ought to be hilarious. I mean, and, and see, for me, I'll say that's a hard one to say because I'm not the biggest 10 mil guy. In fact, not even biggest. I'm not a 10 mil guy. I'm kind of getting more intrigued by it because I'm a 9 millimeter and 45. Those are my two yeah. handguns. And so now I'm kind of seeing how 45, you know, is kind of being bested out by 10 millimeter. So I kind of want to get a 10 mil. So I like the the power of what 10 millimeter is, you know, your terminal ballistics to it. You know, you still get in good capacity, so there's another reason for it. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a third. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> well, okay, well, that's fine. So we got greater power. Ten okay. millimeter cartridge typically produces more energy than the nine millimeter. Okay. Versatility. 
The 10 millimeter cartridge is a versatile round that you can use for a variety of applications from target shooting to hunting to self-defense. Okay, that's legit. That's pretty on point. And personal preference. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's legit, though. I mean... <laughs> it is. It is, right? The, de the decision to choose a 10 millimeter over a 9 millimeter pistol may come down to a personal preference. Personal preference. Never mind the monetary cost difference of the two, but ah, that's yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Ah. We forget it, forget that the ammo is like twice the price. <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, what's the then, average ten mil ball? Like forty bucks a box, something like that. Yeah, I mean, something like that. And then, and then it's like when you know when we we're going through you know twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Oh, you could you couldn't find ten millimeter. I mean, nine millimeter was hard enough. You couldn't find much anything but forty cal. I think. I mean, I think even, but even yeah. that one got tight after a while. I mean, I had forty cal friends well, going. Hey. <laughs> I used to get my forty cal. Yeah, well, I got. I have a couple of forty still left. Um, you know, your your ten millimeter shorts. Was yeah. it uh, forty short and weak? Ten millimeter <laughs> short and weak. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I asked it was. What are the top three facts about high point firearms? Top three facts. Hmm. Well, I would hope that it's American made is one of them. Um, hmm. Facts. I'm just so in, so it's tied so into hard. everything being so going, subjective nowadays. So you know? much oh yeah, yeah. There's, it's like there's, hmm, so I, there's, so, there's so many ways that question could go. Right. Hmm. So, so they came up with number one. It's an Ohio-based company. High Point Firearms is an Ohio-based company. Yeah, that's a fact. It was founded in 1992. <laughs> okay. okay, can't dispute that. That's good. Unique, unique design. High Point Firearms are known for their unique design. I mean, let's face it. You see a High Point, everyone knows it's a High Point. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like. Well, is that a Beretta or a Taurus? <laughs> right. Or, right, right. No, you, there's, there's no see, question. There's no question that's a high point, right? <laughs> and the third one was reputation for reliability. Despite their low price, high point firearms have a, rep a reputation for producing a reliable firearm. All right, now that I thoroughly enjoy because I feel like if anything – that's been my mission in the last – I've been here for, what, 13 years is changing that, you know – bad uh, rumor online perception that they're crap. You know, you can't stick around for 35 years making guns and make a piece of crap. It just doesn't work that way, you know? So that's really and, cool. And, and let's, let's face it, High Point's got a, a bad rap about a lot of stuff, right? I mean, I remember years ago, people used to take High Points and melt them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any any, uh, any horrendous, torturous thing they could do, which, yeah. I, I mean, I get in the sense of they're doing it because the gun's cheap. They they wouldn't do it to a Glock because like I'm not spending money for a Glock to melt it down because guess what it'll melt the same temperature ours will the frame yeah all the same yeah, polymers, but come on people you know what and that's the thing is that um you know I mean, so I used to be an FFL uh, I was mm -hmm. an FFL holder for ten years and I've only seen in ten years I only saw one high point go back for service <laughs> yeah that's it I mean. Um, and I'm not saying that I've had a lot go through my logbook, but there were, there were people who just like, Hey, I need a truck gun. Right. <laughs> right? right. And yeah. Okay. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going, I am not going to take care of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then here's right. the gun for you. <laughs> right. 
And then, and that's the thing. That was the funny thing about talking to you about chat. We were talking about it's like, uh, you know, when people look at a high point, it's like, yeah, but my SIG or my FN or my name a gun, name any other gun. Right. It's right. like that's not the market for this gun. Yeah. At all. Yeah. No, we, I mean, we, we, we know our place. We know our spot. And that's what we, exactly what we try and go for. You know, like whenever someone wants to rag on us, like complaining about like the trigger, oh, well, your trigger's not very good. And I just kind of look at him and go, it's a $200 gun, dude. Yeah. Right? It's not a match yeah. gun. We don't, we don't make a match gun. It's a $200 yeah. pistol that will save your life if needed. You know, yeah. Come on. It's, and that's the thing is, is, is if you're talking about going into fire, I mean, you know, I, I think back, uh, I think back when I started learning how to shoot, uh, uh, the first actual pistol, you know, after I got graduated from air guns, was a Smith and Wesson Model Forty One. Mm-hmm. That is an expensive gun, right? Yeah. I mean, when when I was a kid, there weren't really entry level guns. Right. You had a gun, right? right. Um, I mean, you know, then you had to, you know eventually the, the there were some that came out that just did not last making oh, yeah, Saturday night specials right, for I mean, Brico, yeah Brico, right. jennings and stuff like that. those yeah. companies were like here and gone because yeah. let's face it they were crap yeah um but high point has been around for a while and it's just not going anywhere and then <laughs> if if you add the carbines in there mm-hmm. right it changes mean, the game a lot it, that was a huge change a uh, game changer for high point yeah yeah, that was a huge deal. I mean, it, it was funny. Like, I, I broke out, um, um, I've got the uh, Beretta CX4. That was my first pistol cal carbine. And going back and looking at it, when I bought that thing, you had the high point was out there. You had the, the Beretta. I think Caltex had just come out around the same time frame. And the only one I saw was Ruger's original pistol cal carbine. Yeah. It took the P89 mags, but those, it's none of those were, none of them were popular, though. I mean, it was PCCs were just, nobody thought of it, but everybody that had it loved the things. And then with the high points, it just kept spreading like wildfire. I mean, there's a fraction of the cost as everything else still is, you know? Yeah. And it's, and that's the thing is you go out and beat those things up and they just keep <laughs> going. I mean, yeah. well, let's face it. You know, when, um, when I first moved to Montana, uh, that was back in, well, about 23 years ago. Um, when uh, we'd go off road, my truck gun back then was an M1 Grand, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what "The hell are you doing with an M1 Grand as a truck gun?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Something." Well, it is. It is a third. It, you know, it's thirty out six. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's got a high it, power round. Yeah, hell of a cartridge. <laughs> you guys out here have these things called bears, right? <laughs> um, Fair enough. And, and these are not the bears that I grew up with in Pennsylvania. Right? You get the really big ones, right? <laughs> right. Um, but like, like, yeah, but you got eight rounds. I'm like, man, if I can eight rounds, well, this, this is like a 12 pound gun. I could swing it like a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) I just might bludgeon you to death before I kill you. Right. Right. And we we know it works with that gun too. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's just the thing is, is with the high points, they are there. When you, when you grab a high point, you know, there's something in your hand. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's there. It's, you got a grip on it. You feel the weight. It's, I mean, which the weight's kind of nice 
when you think about it because it kind of absorbs that recoil for you. No, it absolutely does. I mean, that's, that's the funny thing too. You know, a lot of people forget, especially ones that want to hate on us, which are less and less, that what, let's see, what other PCC out there is not a straight blowback? To my yeah. recollection, there's only one. That's the SIG MPX. That's a gas gun. Everything yeah. else is straight blowback. Yeah, the Vector's got a mechanism, that, but that's still, but the action's still blowback. It's still br- straight blowback. And that's the funny thing is, I've shot plenty of straight blowbacks, and yeah, the weight of the high point, even adding in the recoil, like the spring recoil and the shoulder stock, uh, it's pretty soft shooting PCC. It's kind of tough to find one, you know, that's not, you know. I mean, oh yeah, don't forget roller delays, which that's the whole price well, thing, so we don't really talk about that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I, I like, I like roller delayed. My pocketbook, you know, my my wallet sure does yeah. not like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the, the roller delay side goes into the whole like MPX gas side, you know, yeah. but, but hell, even a lot of the other direct blowback PCCs, they're over a thousand dollars for a lot of them. I mean, yeah. it, and again, it's like, okay. I mean, to each their own, do what you want, but yeah, yeah the high point is still one of these softest shooting ones out there. I think. Well, and, and that's the thing is I, I, you guys get such a bad rap because because it's not, I mean, and that's why I, I know people in the audience are like, you know, Jason really high point. <laughs> like, trust me, man. If, if, if you, if you know, you know, right. right. I mean, it, 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 you know, being an FFL for 10 years, I, I saw them come through. As I said before, I only saw one go back. Right. And oddly enough, it was not one that I sold. It <laughs> was one. It was one that was like way before I bought uh, not bought. <laughs> I got my FFL. Right. I mean, this thing had been in the family for a while. And honestly, it was, um, they're like, you know, it, it was cheaper. It, honestly, it was cheaper to send it through me than it was to go down and to FedEx and next day air the thing. Um, just because, you know, I could send through postal service and stuff like yep. that. So it was, yep. it was easy for me to send back. And, and gosh, that gun. It was gone for a week and then it was back. I, I mean, said it's it probably a week about all. It sends more time yeah. traveling to and from that does actually at the factory. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that, that was there gone back. And I'm just like, oh, wow. And it, it was like, because that's the other thing with High Point is you guys have pr- pretty awesome warranty <laughs> on your goods. I mean, I mean, you got a $200 pistol with a lifetime warranty. Right. Lifetime. Right. Lifetime to Lifetime. that gun, to that gun. Yeah. yeah. Because, because yeah. I know, I, I, you know, I know the history of that gun and it was now on the third son that this thing had gone through. Right. Right. I mean, the father bought it and for the kids to shoot and it just kind of passed around the family. Right. Finally, the thing just, finally they broke it. Right. <laughs> and then a week later it was back and it was just ready to roll. <laughs> I mean, no questions. It was like no questions no. asked. I mean, no. it's kind of like buying a Dylan reloader, man. You, you, you right. Throw that it's, thing it's off. a lot like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, you could throw that thing off a helicopter, let the thing <laughs> crash. I don't know. It, it, it broke. And, and okay, it's hilarious. It's how many times, like, you know, we used to have a lot more repairs come through my end. Um, and it's the thing you get the notes. It just stopped working. You're looking at it going. What? Like, I can see the barrels bulged. Like, <laughs> I can't shine light to the barrel, you know. 
And he just passed on the factory, give him a heads up. Uh, there's some rounds in this thing. You know, a couple days later, we're like, uh, yeah, yeah. So we cut that barrel in half. Like, yeah, yeah. They're not like five rounds jammed in this thing. It's like, well, oh, did you see the note? They're like, oh, like yeah, that. I saw the note. You know, it just stopped working. Like, what the hell, people? Yeah, no, it's it, the warranty. It, it's phenomenal, man. You just can't. It's second to none. It really is. Yep. You know, it's funny. There's only one other gun that I've um, I've ever heard and I've seen where there was multiple rounds that were st- stuck in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it, it was an HK MP3, MP5 with three bullets. Uh, it, it was a three round burst. Yeah. The first yeah. bullet jammed and the other two just yep. plowed right Stacked around top. <laughs> All right. And I mean, if you think about the stresses on a barrel when that happens. Right. You know, you go back to, okay, it, it, it's, it's an entry level gun. It's a $200 gun. And it held with five bullets. I mean, first I of all, think... when something didn't come out the other side of the barrel, you 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 wonder about the shooter. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And that's the thing. I've, I've always read the theories of that. I'm like, what was this guy doing that he didn't realize something was going on? Cause we've had like the most famous one. I'm trying to show the photos here at home. Um, I don't think I do, but I've got the cutaway shot of a several years ago where a barrel came through and there's like 30 rounds stacked into the barrel and you can see them like the, even the photo, you know, you can see each round, you know, tapering off. And the guy said he had a hard time. He couldn't zero his gun. And I'm thinking this was a guy who first off was a hand loader who wasn't paying attention. All takes that one time. You don't pay attention, yep. you know, and he just starts stacking rounds in, but it's like, man, you didn't notice the gun getting a little snappier. You didn't, you didn't notice <laughs> yeah. anything at all about the, the recoil getting a little harsher with each shot. I mean, we're talking 30 plus rounds. Like, dude, you know, yeah. I don't know. I guess he was just that into it at the moment. <laughs> but what's, yeah, we, what's the, we took care of it. <laughs> what's the craziest thing that you've seen come through? Probably that. Probably like that? a dozen plus rounds stacked into a barrel. You know, in the barrel, I mean, you see a bulge and you see the barrel has like, you know, splits to it. But the actual plastic handguard it's relatively fine. I mean, so like the gun's not exploding and detonating and, you know, peeling back and mushrooming out. No, it stays intact. I mean, you know, so that's probably the craziest I've seen. When, when you're talking about that. So, you know, I used to compete with Glocks back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't we? All? I'm thinking of pictures of the Glock booms, right? Right, right. The I've experienced that. I, and I've had, I've had one come through my logbook, uh, going back to, back to Glock. Um, and uh, the guy was a hand loader. <laughs> it, it, oh, oh, come on. Let's, let's, let's right. cut the crap. It always is. It always is. It always is. is. I mean, and, and come what's on, so funny know. is he goes, I screwed up. I screwed up. And Great way to start. Great way up. to start. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, it cost, it cost him a little bit, a little bit of money, but um, right. I mean, it, it, you think about that, you know, I, you know, now I shoot, um, sig uh sig p320s mm-hmm. and now i'm starting to see the sig kabooms come i started seeing some of that lately yeah like just last couple of days almost, i started seeing some of that yeah I, literally it was like the last i think it was sunday was the first one first picture i saw like with the um, sides all blown out of it yeah it was yeah. um i think it was ben stoger posted the picture on instagram uh, okay that's probably um, where i saw it through it was through him and it was yeah i'm sitting there going i <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. 
Constraint Labs, are we allowed to show guns in there? Or is that a no-no? Yeah, because this is pre-recorded, so you can show you you can okay. handle. So yep. a current current thing I've been playing with is my P30L oh. John Wick edition, yep. more or less. Um, and so this thing is the legit timed compensator. Of course, it's freaking huge. Um, regular ball ammo, it's not good enough. So I was like, ah, I need to. I'll cook up some hotter tight group loads and see what happens. But in the meantime. I've got a bunch of hand loads that my dad did now. I got him into reloading and he's got different loads from like his Dymo 1911, his XD, his CZ with a comp. And me, after grabbing his, getting some of his ammo, I just like dump it in a bag, go to a range trip. So I break a gun out and, you know, like with this thing, it's, I haven't cycled much through it yet, but this is probably the one I should be running with it. But everything else, because it's like bang, 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 bang. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm like, like look at my buddies, they're like, was that double charge? I'm like, no, that's just some of my dad's really hot shit that he made. You know, what's gonna blow up a gun? Something like that. One of those rounds. That's what's gonna do it. I have uh I have a buddy of mine here in Helena. Um we uh we we do some competing together uh, we we just do the the kind of the the competitions for charity mm-hmm. um which reminds me i guess i got a schedule for one <laughs> but anyways <laughs> he was telling me because uh, you know he was uh, i was like do you have enough ammo he's like oh, i got tons of ammo I go okay so so do i um you know we're like got a you know an ammo can of nine millimeter to get through right basically a steel challenge um so there's plenty of ammo to get through this thing and and uh, we got talking like, oh, dude, you know, if for some reason you run out, let me know. I got plenty. And that's before I realized he had two ammo cans. Um, he's like, man, I just don't shoot anybody else's ammo. And I'm like, okay. He goes, no, no, you don't understand. I, I, you know, I know you. I, and I know <clears> you. He goes, but, uh, you know, when I was younger in, in the Marine Corps, we're out in the desert, you know, just kind of just shooting guns. You know, this is where we all, you know we were off duty and this guy's out there shooting this, this revolver. And it's like, boom. Oh shit. Like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, it's, you know, it was a 44 Magnum. He goes, man, that, that thing's going off more than a 44. Magnum. <laughs> right. He goes, what ammo are you? Oh, I, I loaded this stuff myself. He goes, well, how many grains grains? I just take a scoop, put it in and <gasps> put a bullet on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I'll go. Now I know why you don't shoot anybody else's ammo. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Oh man, I, you know, I, it's funny. It's funny too. I can say like talking about Glock booms. I've experienced it myself. I had one do that. Um, it was for my reload. I'm I'm not gonna mince words or hide that. Um, I was doing a small batch. I think I don't know if I was changing in projectile. Tell you about what it was, not propellant. Um, and my 34 here, there we go, had a kaboom, felt sting in the hand. My hands were all black, both of them. It the magazine vomited out. Frame was good. And I can tell you what salvaged this thing is because I had this thing ported a while back. So and I had, guarantee yeah. that's what saved my gun from destroying my frame. That's all custom stippled was yeah. that porting. So I was like, yeah, you got a little bit of money. Okay. <laughs> Okay, not gonna lie, I won this thing, um, ROing a GSSF match years ago as oh, the RO, man. like the RO draw. So I got the 34. So 
uh, no, I have like nothing in this gun. I mean, yes, the little I spent in porting, nah. coding, and and framework, nah, it's nothing because the gun was damn near free. <laughs> it's funny because um, that's actually how uh, that's how I got in, involved in shooting. So, uh, or not shooting into competition shooting. Uh, same. When I was tw- I was twenty one, I went out and bought a Glock seventeen. Right. Uh, and I lived in Maryland at the time, so. Um, I waited my waiting period and I went out, bought my Glock 17 and in the Tupperware was a little card for GSSF. I mean, this is, this is before Glock even had a website. <laughs> I, I mean, so this is going back, this is going back a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I remember go actually going to the Glock website. Uh, they had a website. It just was the Glock logo. That was it. Right. 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 Yeah, all Your they did basic, is just basic web page. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah just, just stuck a logo <laughs> on it. Because I guess they were thinking, I don't know about this web thing. But anyways, <laughs> Probably. Um, so that's how I got that's how I got into competition shooting was with that Glock 17. And I had so much fun shooting at GSS. Because man, if you if you have never shot competition before, yeah, that's one to go to because yep. it's so relaxed, it's so easy to shoot, uh, no pressure. And I don't know if they do it now, but one of the greatest things was is that you used to have a Glock armor. At them. Yep. Last time I've been to, yeah, I still do. So I remember, I remember uh, years later, I was shooting a match in Fort Dix, New Jersey. I was a, a Maryland resident transporting a firearm into New Jersey. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that story, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, so, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll skip over the where I got pulled over for having a Glock sticker on the back of a car with an out of state tag on. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I get to I get to that match, and I mean I've been competing with for the, with this gun for years, and I go walking into um, I I start getting jams. I'm like I this gun just never jams on me. Right. It's a Glock. I remember walking in. I, I remember walking into. I'm like oh, I'm gonna go to see the armor right. Sit down. He like takes the thing apart. He goes, "Well, your recoil spring's a little worn out, but he's doing all the checks and he's showing me how to do the checks myself." And I'm like, and "He goes, he takes it apart. He looks at. It, he goes, you're overcleaning the gun." <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean I'm overcleaning my gun?" He goes, "How often do you clean your gun?" Well, every time I shoot, he goes, "Nah, nah. <laughs> five five hundred rounds, right? Yeah. Five hundred oh. rounds, unless that thing's going to sit and stay for like six months, right?" Don't clean it before 500 rounds. Man, I I can't do that, right? He, goes, he looks at me, he goes, I'm the master armor for Glock USA, and I'm telling you, you're abusing the firearm. Right, right. right? You're really going really to argue with me, of all people. Right? I'm sitting there going, what do you mean master armor? He goes, so when you send a gun back to Glock for warranty work and the armorers are working on guns, like, yeah, he goes, they're all my employees. Like, like, oh, I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> and, then, and then, I mean, he showed me the checks and the gun, and he goes, Do you have a cleaning kit here? He goes, I'm like, Yeah. He goes, Let me show you how to clean your gun with what you have in your cleaning kit. And that was the greatest thing about those glass nice. matches. You, I mean, you learn so much about your gun. If you want to learn about that gun, there is an armor there to do it. Right. And what's great is when they do work on your gun there at a GSSF match, they do it for free. Yeah. Yeah. They just do yeah. it. 
I've had guys, I've had buddies brought in Glocks they had forever. They'd shot and wore them out and hand them over to them. And those guys basically, other than the barrel, stripped yeah. it, threw everything away, literally threw everything away and filled full new parts and went, here you go. Yep. Because I, I, like, I used to joke cool. around with people saying, man, if you have a Glock that's out of warranty, just join GSSF. It was like 50 bucks a year, right? Right. You don't even have to register for the shoot. Just show up to a no, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Gun. Just show up to it with your gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's legit. No, the GSF matches are the same thing. Like, I I shot with a bunch of guys. We had a range. Uh, it was real local to us. We ran our own, like, outlaw match. So we were still doing competition. But when he decided to do a Glock match, we all were like, yeah, sure, we'll RO this thing. And that's where, like, a legit real match. All of us got hooked. And we traveled around for a couple of years hitting in, like, a tri-state area or beyond of Glock matches. And then all of a sudden we did find out, because, like, USPSA was still you know, really secretive and quiet. Like you had to know somebody who knew where the match was. Yeah. Exactly. And when to sign up, you know, it was like, what? There's, there's, and, there's matches. And even then they're all like, they were all race guns too. Right. Like, uh, pretty, pretty heavily, pretty heavily. <laughs> yeah. But that was when we, when, when me and my guys jumped in, that was kind of like when the beginning of that um, big production class boom, where it was either open division or you were production. That was it. And yeah. so once we found USPSA and shooting production, I began me, not the Glock guy. I quit going to GSSF matches and was like USPSA all the I'm, way. And yeah, because I started graduating the USPSA and then um, um, that was pretty much kind of the end of it, right? Because it was just right. Because like, now, because that, that's the one thing about a Glock match, they're great. They're great to get your start. Yep. But it's static shooting. Yep. Still. Yep. And then like, I'm like, I can I can walk around with my gun and shoot around barricades. Yeah, that's right, right. And you tell people that people don't get it until they experience that too. Then you know, like, oh, you you went and shot a match today. Yeah, oh, how was it? I'm like, I had a good time. Well, how was it? I'm like, you you really don't understand. I'm like, I can explain it to yeah. you. You're just getting bored listening to me talk about it. You know, so I'm like, oh, I was this way, this way, and you know, reloading and. <laughs> well, half, half the time uh, of a USPSA, at least for for the ones that I went through, half of the fun is the squad that you're in. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, because absolutely. everybody, I mean, the squads that I've been in, everybody's, I, I, I'm a smart ass. You know, I grew up outside Philly. I'm a smart ass. <laughs> I, I've got, I've, I, I'm very much a, um, you know, sarcasm's, you know, is definitely a language. Yep. Um, and I remember the first USPSA match I showed up to. And then someone's like, I've got the Kimber that's going to run. And I'm like, <laughs> Sure you do, buddy. I'd, I'd be that guy sitting right away. Sure you do, buddy. I can appreciate Kimber for their tight tolerances and it's it, they're great, fine craftsmanship. Sure, sure. But I'm a pra- I'm a practical pistol shooter, which means my gun's going to get dirty and it's going to get used. Yeah. Right? Yeah, your gun isn't um, built for that. So I'm sitting there going, okay, you know, I know nobody in this squad. Nobody in my squad, I knew. Right, I kind of knew a couple of people, but not really. Right. And then everybody's like, uh-huh, sure. The, the one Kimber is going to work. <laughs> right. And it's like halfway through the match, hitting the back of the gun, trying to go back in the battery, right? Sure. And he comes back and goes, you got the Kimber that's going to run, huh? <laughs> right? so, if you call you know, that running, then, then hey, all right, man. <laughs> then, you know, everybody with a Kimber is cleaning their gun like a third of the way through the match, right? <laughs> Then of course you know two thirds of the way through the match they're cleaning the gun the gun again to get through yeah. the final the final stages, but yeah it's like yeah 
But I, and that's that's the fun you have is just in those squads, right? Yeah. And then um, one of the guys in my squad, uh, sheriff's deputy, uh, well, reserve reserve deputy, um, shoots three gun. Okay. Right? Okay. Does a lot of the uh, does a lot of the RO work for for the matches. DQs himself on the first stage. Oh shit. He came, he came around a barrier, a uh, barricade, didn't pull his gun back fast enough, caught the front sight, and just tore the gun right out of his hand. Oh, shit. DQ for safety. You dropped your gun. Right. Right? And then everybody's just, like, everybody in my squad is just sitting there. They're, they're around the gun just <laughs> staring down at it, right? right? And I'm just, I'm just like, what's, what's everybody looking at, Right. And I'm like, because I didn't, I didn't quite know this guy, right? So I'm like, all right. So what's the inside joke I'm not missing? And they're, and they're telling me, right? Because he loves to DQ. He goes, we all know him. He loves to D, he loves to try to DQ us on stuff. Okay. Right? Okay. I go. So now it's just everybody's just staring at this gun, just going, <laughs> "We've got you." <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, and that's the reality of it. It's not a matter of you know if it happens. It's a matter of when it happens. It's it's going to happen. Oh, and know? that's and that's the thing is you don't you go into you go into a match you are going to DQ eventually. Yep. You just are. Yep. Um, I never DQ'd in a Glock match. I did get procedurals. Um, um, I remember I was shooting this one. I forget what the stage is, but it's got like a four paper and three pepper poppers, and it was um. And you can only engage one pepper popper per mag, right? Okay. And this one pepper popper was just not going down on me. It was two, it was two, 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 and one pepper popper. Then your next string was two, 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 engage another, a different pepper popper. And this pepper popper didn't go down, right? And it was just like, I, I was having a bad match anyway. I, like, this thing is just laughing at me, right? <laughs> so on my second mag, I do my two, two, two. Hit my hit the middle pepper popper. It goes down. Then I re-engage the first pepper popper, and it, I eventually get that thing to go down. You know, and they're like procedural. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? And it, and they're like, they're, they're explaining you. They're, they're like, do you understand what the procedural is? Like, oh yeah, I engage. <laughs> I, I, I engage. I I I engage the uh, the the pepper popper um, on my second. You know, two pepper poppers on my second mag, and he goes, well. Did you know when you did it? I go, yeah. <laughs> why did you, why did you do it? I go, the pepper popper was just laughing at me. <laughs> right? I, I, you I, always get you always get that. the guys that are so serious about it, and like when you explain yourself to them, you're just like, yeah, no, I, I didn't care. I wanted to kill that thing. They're like, yeah, but but you got a procedural. Yeah, yeah, thanks, buddy. I, I know I wanted to put the target down. <laughs> it's the same points of whether it's up or I get a procedural. The same amount of time <laughs> right. taken off, right? Right. So, right. Why not just hit it? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's that's just that's the cool stuff you run into, like doing those matches too with the guys you don't know. Is like, you know, they don't know you, so they don't know what your directive is. Why you're there, you know. Ultimately, I'm there just to have fun with it, and they're like, "Dude, right. you know, if you if you did this way, it would be more efficient." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Like what? But like, I'm having. I, fun. I just didn't care. I just want to have fun. Yeah, you know, I'm here just to throw some lead today. I'm not treating this seriously. Like, oh. 
And then like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like it's cool, man. I'm gonna goof off and screw around. And oh, okay, all right. I'm I'm here, I'm here to have a good time, relax, yeah. chill out with a bunch of other people who are gonna be shooting the exact same stage I am. Yeah. Yeah. I gave <laughs> up trying to be like the pro shooter years ago. Like, no, 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 I'm here to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. It's just well, that's why I was telling you, like all the injuries I have, I'm not gonna be a pro shooter, right? I'm I'm not going to be a JJ Ricasa or or Max <laughs> Michelle, right? It's just it's just not going to happen, right? Because because I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going, you know, with two bad knees, I'm going to be walking, right? I'm not going right. to be running around barricades. I'm going to be right. I'm going to be walking and and well, you know, because I can't really work out that much. Well, the you know the my growth is is you know unilateral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm growing as a shooter. Just put it there. You go. There right? you go. Um, <laughs> good thing that my belt has a, uh, you know, my competition belt is Velcro and it, it has a lot of room left on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things. I'm out there to have fun. That's why I like doing, um, especially like the um, the charity matches that I shoot at. We're all out there to have fun to have yep. to, to to support a charity. Yep. No one cares who wins. No. No, you're just having a good We're time. Just, we're just having a good time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, speaking of having a good time, and since we got all off onto Glock and GSSF and, <laughs> and, and IDPA, and we, did, we didn't even talk about IPSC, um, um, going back to High Point. Um, God, you, the dog. That's my dogs. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably a dog across the street. Okay. You see, that's what, that's what happens with me because um, – I'm in the basement. The dogs will be upstairs, and they'll be barking up, like on like I'm on a, on a Zoom meeting for my day job, and they go nuts, and everybody's just like, <laughs> everybody just stops like, talking until I can hit the mute button, right? <laughs> like, I got a dog. I'm at home. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I, well, not sorry. Well, the funny thing is, is everybody else on the meetings, they're all at home. Anyway, so they're all right. Like, Right. They'll just stop because they know, right? Oh, God. Thank God it's not me this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tucker. And he's back. <laughs> so, high point. Um, the new hotness you guys have is in the carbine, the 10 millimeter carbine. Well, we got a couple new ones. Even that main page is updated a bit. Yeah, you do have a few new, but. Uh, talk to us, talk to me a little bit about the new stuff here. Cause I mean, obviously, you know, shot show we dropped was the 10 mil handgun because the 10 mil carbine we released yep. what was it 18, right. 18, we dropped the carbine, I think, which, you know, again, I've been on with high point for like 13 years. And even the very first shot show, you'd have like five guys come up at shot show, man, if you guys made a carbine 10 mil, we'd buy it. And we're like, cool. You and the four of the guys I've talked to and your buddies. Great. <laughs> Cool. Ten people. We'll we'll build it. We'll build a gun for ten people. Like we're on it, you know. But obviously, the, legitimately, you know, you know, when the ten mil, you know, was kind of resurging, and not only that resurge, you could tell that it had staying power. It was kind of like, um, yeah, we, it's we the, need it to get behind this. this. Yeah. So yeah. doing that carbine was was pretty straightforward and simple enough, and was a huge splash because you know it's a carbine under four hundred bucks and ten mil. Well, of course, as soon as that came out, people were like. When's the handgun? When's the handgun? We're like, no, yeah. we're not doing the handgun. Not doing the handgun. Yeah, we were. We were working on it the whole time. It was like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta play. You just couldn't say it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the JXP10, it's it's the new hotness. 
you know, 10 millimeter handgun, again, it's the most affordable 10 mil handgun out there. Um, what I'm really like, liking and excited about it is the fact that it has the YC9, the yet to be released YC9 feature set to it. So you're getting like the redesigned slide. So it looks very different from yeah. the JHP and JCP 40 handgun, 40, 45 handguns. Um, all that being said, then, yeah, you get the compatibility of the rear sight. You can put a red dot to it. Um, yeah, that's what which I was is just pretty there. damn modern. Yeah, actually, we sell it now as a kit now, too. That's a new thing I uploaded uh, last week, actually, is the the picture that with the kit there. So you get the Crimson Trace red dot, our mounting plate, and the hard case, you know, all in one gun package, mounted up, ready to go. And again, you're talking, I don't, I don't know what the MSRP on that was, 375 Yeah, under 400 bucks. Yeah. I mean... What's sad is it's it's almost like you're buying the red dot and getting the gun for free at that point. Actually, I'll, I'll say this Crimson Trace dot. Um, it's an OEM model they sell. So like you see Springfield Hellcats with them. I think it's some Skies, yeah. a couple other brands. Um, we got those in from those guys. And actually, I threw on one of my guns because it's the same footprint as my uh, Shield RMS. And for its polymer frame dot or polymer frame body, okay. uh, pretty sure it's a... No, I think it's a glass lens. Um, but it's pretty lightweight. It's pretty inexpensive. It's nowhere near like the cost of the gun. But I'll tell you what, it's pretty solid for what it is. I mean, I, I've beat the hell out of one pretty good on my, on my competition gun. Um, so running on our guns, yeah, no problem. But I've had people, people say that same thing. Like, oh, man, you're getting a dot for free because the gun costs. I'm like, eh, no, not, not, not really. Like, yeah. Not really. See, that's the thing. I run, I run Crimson Trace on uh, on my red dots. Um, that's just like, man, you get a red dot. You're almost getting a, getting a gun for free. And then <laughs> my red dots are a little different because I'm running them on my competition guns. Right, um, right. Well, but yeah, it's um, so that is that was really cool playing with that because you're like, all right, now you got the ten milli, and now you've got the pistol that matches the carbine that uses yep. the same bag, yep. right? So now it's all inter- interchangeable. Yep. But so now if you think about it with your pistols, you're now, of course, this is, uh, let me bring up the webpage again. Um, it's going to scroll off the side. I know it's going to. But in the pistols, you now have 380, 9 millimeter, 40, 10, and 45. You guys have basically all the 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 semi-auto right. pistol calibers covered. <laughs> we got something that'll fit what you need for sure. I mean, it it kind of kind of makes me wonder what's next. I mean, you got it all covered. <laughs> well, I mean, I can tell you what's next as in right now for this week um, because it's the NRA NRA's this week. <laughs> Thirty super carry carbine. Oh. <clears throat> That's a, yeah. that's an interesting cartridge for because that was announced at shot last year, right? Um, right. Because I remember being at uh, Range Day at the Smith and uh, yeah Smith and Wesson booth, right? With their with their thirty super carry. Now that's I've, interesting. I've only recently really been looking at the thirty super carry, and I, I gotta say, actually, like the cartridge itself, kind of cool. Like when I, when I heard about Shot Show, I literally went, I I, I don't care who who cares how dumb, well, how dumb is that? But you start really looking at it, it's like, oh, this literally is like a straight walled 30 cal, like nine millimeter, because nine mil does taper in, you know. Yep. And seeing at least what Federal's put out, you know, it's 
pretty rivaling to a nine millimeter. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. I mean, my only problem, obviously, ball ammo, nine's still cheaper. You know, yeah. Uh, well, but but with I our carbine, it's going to be more expensive at the, yeah. at, at the beginning. Yeah. But but I can tell you the main idea with a 3095 carbine is pretty much the same idea as the 380 carbine. If you aren't a big gun person, you have that carry gun in that caliber. We have a carbine to complement it. Because if you've got those short pocket guns, are pocket guns good house guns? Absolutely not. They, they suck. Yeah. Get a carbine. So the 380 carbine fits that niche. The 30 Super Carry. Same kind of thing. You find somebody that guy buys, you know, one of the Smith and Wesson, you know, 30 super carry handguns. Our carbine is going to make a hell of a lot nicer house gun, you know, to protect yeah. yourself with. And when you only have that one caliber in you know, that gun, the cost of ammo, do you really care that much? I, I don't think you do. No. If you're going to go shoot it. You're going to go shoot it because you want to shoot it, be proficient. And a carbine still then still kind of fits into that bill. So it should be fun. I've not shot ours yet. I, dog. <laughs> um, I've got limited ammo supply at the moment, um, so I've not shot it much yet. But uh, I, I want to get some rounds down range with the thing to really try it out because the 380 carbine is like our diamond in the rough hidden gem. That thing is like just stupid fun. It's like a 22. There's zero recoil in the carbine, and yeah. it's stupid accurate. And I imagine this 30 super carry is probably going to be a lot like that. It's going to be like that 380, but with a little more kinetic energy, you know, like a nine millimeter would. So yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be cool. Do I know if the cartridge will take off? Ah, hell if I know. But I think it's cool. Well, and that's a tough thing because it's it's like you were talking about earlier with the 10 millimeter. It's like, okay, it's going to stick this time, right? Right. Every, and because that's the whole thing. 40. Um, uh, 40 just didn't really stick, right? I mean, everybody I mean, jumped but, on 40 uh, and then went right back right back to 9. You know, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, 40... I, I say this for as young of a cartridge as 40 is. I think 40's done pretty damn well. It's only it really died off, you know, lately because the propellants and the the bullets themselves have changed so much. But yeah. I I got 40 cal when it came out. I understood it. I didn't really care for it because I was a 45 guy. Then when ammo started getting expensive, I went to nine millimeter because it was stupid cheap. You know, and now I just stick with those two. But I understood the 40 cal. And again, you look at nine millimeter 45. Those are hundred year old cartridges. Yeah, that we're still shooting. I mean, forty cal. I mean, well, uh, ten mil. I mean, yeah, ten mils. I, I think he's going to beat it out. But forty cal had a pretty decent run, I think, for a new cartridge. Nine millimeters been out so long. So I, I'll tell you I, why I know it's been out the, at least this long. Uh, my wife collects Berettas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was really nice when I had an FFL and she had access to my gun broker account. <laughs> um, he's like, something new guns coming in. Hey, would you buy this? T- I mean, uh, she's got more guns than I do. Nice. Uh, but, nice. but she collect, she collects these things, and she has a Beretta 1915. So, I mean, you know, this is it's an old gun. It shot a, it shoots a 9mm Glacente. And I'm like, what the hell is a 9mm Glacente? Right? Ah. So, what it was is that the Italians could not figure out oh, a how to make okay. a gun, how to make a gun to handle the nine millimeter round because of the pressures. So a nine millimeter Glacente is a nine millimeter Luger with less powder in it. <laughs> right. What so, the hell? Okay. Um, all right. So that's how old nine millimeter is. Is I is my wife has a gun. The serial number traces back to nineteen sixteen. 
Oh, that's cool. And they couldn't figure out the pressures of the nine millimeter Luger. <laughs> so they shot them. So the, the, the Italian army, Navy, Air Force, and everybody chose the nine millimeter Glacente. So, so well, because really AK was their cartridge too. I mean, let's be honest, this is Italian. Well, it, it, yeah, right. <laughs> so, what well, was so funny? She got that gun, and I'm like, "How? How the hell? I'm like, what the hell's a nine millimeter? Yeah, you know, I'm going through all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm doing the research on it, and um, I figured out what it, what it was. We we made some ammo, and yeah, the gun shoots. You know, shoots. That's hilarious. But that's how old. No one thinks about nine millimeter is that old. No, it no. is. No, it is. Well past the hundred year mark, right? Because you could you could talk to you know, I'll even say like a an average gun person and talk about like a Luger, you know, an original Luger and nine millimeter, and they're they're not thinking anything about it. Going back up, how yeah. old is that gun? How, you know, that's this cartridge yep. we're still using right here. You know, same with forty five. It's like, oh, rip my cord there. But yeah, it's like people just don't really think about it, and realize that it stuff has been around a it's, long time i mean i know it, it i mean you think about that stuff it, it's um it, it goes back i mean everything that we're shooting now you know well not everything but most of most of the stuff we're shooting now has had a century yeah of refinements yeah i mean yeah. It's still a nine millimeter from back then. The, the, the propellants are different. The projectiles a little bit different. Right. Still a technology that's. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, I have a 1911 here that I've been building for a while. I mean, it's it's a classic. Right. right? Name name it itself. I mean, 1911. <laughs> 1911. Yeah. <laughs> which 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 means the design is older than 1911. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so. I mean, that's just the thing is that, it, you know, we're, we're going through the stuff. The 30 Super Carry may kind of ride that little roller coaster for a little yeah. bit. And maybe it'll. Yeah. When it, we'll, when we'll it picks see. up, you're right. You're there. I, like I said, and, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to shoot ours. I really am just because I want to see. Can I feel. I really do it side by side. I want to shoot a 380, uh, 30 Super, and 995 Carbine. I want to shoot all three of them like five rounds. Five rounds, five. five rounds, and just go, huh? Yeah, you can feel a little gradual, or or what? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. But I definitely, I'm I'm interested to check it out. You know, so I mean, it's it's not for everybody. But same with ten millimeter, ten mil handgun or ten mil carbine. They're not for everybody. You know, no, they're just an option well, that's like, there for you. Out here, um, when I was, you know, because outdoors is a big thing out here in Montana, right. uh, and people like to carry large caliber weapons because of the the you know, we've got bears, we've got cats. Yep. Uh, all that neat stuff. Ten millimeter rules in the outdoor out here. Right. Right. Because it's uh, it's either that or you're carrying a forty four magnum. Right. I, I think mean, a semi auto and ten millimeter over that. And that's 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 yep. kind of my kick for like one to ten mil at that point is I'd rather have that than a revolver yeah. just because that's personal preference. Yeah. Well, it's you got more. You can put more rounds on target faster. Um, you don't have a. 15 pound trigger pull. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's just the thing is you have these cartridges that just come out, they get their little cult followings and then yeah. they just kind of, you know, if I, if I went back, uh, we've moved here from Delaware. I'm pretty sure if I went back, well, 
nobody in Delaware wants no guns now. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if I go back, there's probably not a whole lot of 10 millimeters in Delaware. Right. <laughs> just, just, just guessing, right? Um, but you get into the outdoors, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a lot like you. I I have my 45s. Kind of like my 45s. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like a nineteen. I like a good nineteen eleven and forty five. Always have. That was the first yeah. thing I ever bought. You know, they just. That's what I like. They just work. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, unless it's a Kindle. Uh, <laughs> I say nothing. Shoot, I know nothing. <laughs> and you shoot. And you shooting USPSA or IPSC. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and and, you, and you've been out. You've been out in the hot sun in a dirty uh, range for uh, you know half a day. <laughs> shooting probably the dirtiest ammo that you've you, you've picked up mm-hmm. <laughs> so so other than uh now coming out with a 30 super carrier um have you guys thought about even going past a carbine to maybe a full rifle or is that just this is your niche and that's what you're sticking with no i mean i i think we'll expand that a little bit i mean you know, High Point's had a lot of change over the last several years, you know, when the original founder, Tom Deeb, when he decided he was going to exit out of it, you know, he sold the company to, to Mike, his machinist, who's been there since day one. And when Mike took it over, he quickly kind of kind of went, ah, you know what? I, I don't really want to do all of this. This is a pain. And he went to his oldest son and he was like, hey, you know, you've already been doing some high <laughs> stuff. Do you want to run the High Point side? Because I'm ready to retire. And that's that's that that there's that change and then just then all the logistics everything else you know all the covid all this crap going on you know the yc9 i mean come on it's the pain in the ass of our attempt at being transparent on that you know it's four years now i think in the making of getting it out there and it you know that sucks it's close it's always been it's it's always been close and just it's always a little bit closer every day you know so that thing is kind of a big focus the jxp10 was an easy thing to do because it still is the same frame basically as a 1445. The actions yeah. of the carbines and the handguns are so similar. So we knew we could do the 10 mil carbine doing the handgun. It was kind of an easy layup for us. You know, when the, thir- the 30 super carry kind of dropped out, it was like, oh, this wouldn't be that hard to do like our yeah. carbine into that. And nobody makes a carbine. Nobody has plans for carbine. And it was like, that's another cool little good niche. Are we going to plan on doing thousands and thousands of 30 super carries right now? No, but we're going to fill a little niche that's there, you know. Um, is yeah, there plans that's... to do other different stuff? Absolutely. Is any of that concrete and finalized? Absolutely not, you know. <laughs> Who knows what we're going to do, you know. And, and that's the funny thing is it, it, that's not just High Point. There are other manufacturers I've talked to, and there's like, yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we have we have stuff on napkins and some rough right. ad drawings and stuff like right. that, but really it's just not our priority. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the like, priority. Let me forget the biggest priority for all of us. This high point is keeping our keep employing our people and keeping the lights on. That's priority one, you know. And after that, it's like, okay, what what can we have fun with? I mean, hell, look at what you had. Uh, Savage has gone back into doing handguns. They got the 1911s. Uh, Smith and Wesson doing a. Uh, uh, shotgun, the Keltec, you know, copy or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's, it's like, that, oh, that they are catching so much heat over that gun. Because I mean, everything I in social media is like, what did 
did they grab somebody from Caltech? <laughs> no, between gun? that shotgun and their, their breaking half gun, it's yeah. like, wow. I mean, what, yeah, whatever. It's, yeah. it's yeah. cool, though. I can dig it. It is. I mean, it, it's, uh, yeah. But, but everybody's like, okay, Baraka, just buy an SG2000. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. Right. And I, and I can have it either Beretta, you know, Sig, or Glock. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I guess I don't know. I guess thinking in their in their front defense, I like the Smith didn't go the easy layup route, which was just doing like a nine mil AR that takes their mags, you know. Because yeah. I personally, I'm not a big AR nine guy. If you're doing AR nine, then needs to be an actual like sub gun magazine, not Glock mag, not handgun mags. Um, yeah. So uh, good for them. They went a little more. I say original carefully. <laughs> yeah, went yeah. a little more original with you know mag fed and the pistol grip, about like a high point, you know, in, in the Caltech, you yeah. know. Um, no, I, I think that's cool, you know, give you an option if you want a PCC, you know, and you've got Smiths. I don't have any Smiths, so I'm not going to buy that carbine anytime soon because yeah. I don't have any Smith handguns. Well, that's the thing. That's the, the, that's the problem I have with Smith is, um, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, I, I, the first 9mm I shot was a Smith & Wesson Model 59. Um, and really good gun, um, kind of scratch. I kind of scratched my head about, you know, when I was a kid, I'm like, I don't understand this, you know, the way the, the, the slide block is and stuff like that. And you start realizing, oh, it's because they kind of copied the 1911 on a couple of parts and you have a barrel bushing just like a 1911. Right. But then kind of Smith and Wesson kind of had that slump where their guns just were kind of, the quality just went down. Right. And then, you know, then they kind of pulled themselves out after, 20, 30 years, and they're kind of back yeah. on that rise again. There's my Smith. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. 4506. Because it had to be a 45. You know. Yep. Yeah. And why I like it? Because, yeah, it's kind of like a 1911, but it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's like their spin on a modernizing a 1911. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Is that the Chief Special or is that the. That I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. It would it would say it right on. Oh it no no, then it's just yeah. a, I think a yep. Gen Gen One, yeah. I think, but I don't know that and watching uh the Shield. Yep, there uh, you go. Show, Vic yep. Mackey's gun. Yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta have that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good. They are. Yeah, this thing's awesome. But yeah, it's just um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things of you know, there's so much stuff going on. I mean, it's got to be hard of just keeping your finger on the pulse of, because you can go, okay, we're going this direction. And suddenly everything mm-hmm. goes that way. Yeah. And you're like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and I think that's, that's a lot of, you know, we get the flack asking about Glock, Glock mags, Glock mags, Glock mags. And it's like, okay, but the first like that people just don't, I think they don't like to listen to it because they'll tell us, Oh, you'd sell your guns. If you took Glock mags, well, actually people sell their guns without them. So that's yeah. not really a concern. But the big thing is like, yes, if we could do a double stack like that, we would. But you can't. The the action people people think, oh, you just open the magwell up and you just shove it right it in. Like, no, it doesn't work no. that way, you know. No. And that's the hard thing they can't understand. They can't understand how expensive that is, you know, to change that all over. It's like, no, that'd be a whole new design. Oh, is that gonna happen? I don't know. Maybe we will, maybe we won't, but you know, we still gotta stick with what we're doing. And yeah, because then you feel things like now where we're looking at with gun rights. I, I don't know. It's looking pretty rough again. 
you know, we've been named in some different, you know, cases of different things, but at the same time, we also fall usually pretty safe with a lot of them because we're, we are still a single stack, you know, lower yeah. capacity magazine, you know, are we excited about that? No, absolutely not. It sucks, you know, but you can't just change something overnight like that. It just doesn't work that way. Well, it, you know, that's, it's funny because if I think about it, um, like my wife carries a single stack uh, pistol for her, her concealed carry. She carries it because it fits her hip. Right. She doesn't have big paws like you. Right. Right. Um, I mean, that's the thing. There's, there's something to say about that. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why 1911s feel natural for a lot of people. Right. The grip angles, right. And single stack, it doesn't, you know, become a block. You know, I mean, let's face it. Glock Glocks and 45 calibers, like holding onto a four by. Yeah. Yeah. It's very black. It's very thick. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's something to be said about staying with a single stack. No, it's still, it's I mean, still viable. I mean, yes, we all like to have more capacity. Sure. Most of my guns I'm, I run a gun with are 20, 21 rounds. I mean, like the Glock, you yeah. know, 21 round mag, you know, sure. We'd like that, but do I, do I carry that this? Absolutely not. This thing's freaking huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? I mean, you know, for me, I compete with a Sig P320 X5. Right, full right. size slide, no, twenty one round. Full size gun, yeah, it's a full it's, size gun. I'm not, I'm not carrying that every day. I'm, <laughs> car- I'm carrying my, you know, uh, well, it depends on what, you know, depends on weather because Absolutely. out here in Montana, Absolutely. it gets, it, you know, it gets cold. I carry the big guns. Yep. Um, but you know, when you get in the summertime, it's my P three sixty five, or I even have a, yes, people, I do have this gun, and I do carry it. I have a Uh-oh. Taurus. PT, it was a PT 738. It don't even make it anymore, right? It's a single stack by six round 380. It, it was competing with the Keltex and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. No, yeah. I carry I carry a single stack in a lot of shorts weather. I carry a Walther PPS. You know, there you go. Because it's, it's, I can shoot it. It's not huge. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So well, we've been rolling here for a little over an hour. Uh, how can people get in touch with High Point? Uh, the website's key. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm kind of back to like pushing that website is key to everything. From there, you know, uh, email. Like we do email listing and we don't blow people up with emails because I get too many god awful emails from guys three and five times a day. No, we'll like, luckily if once a month we email you, <laughs> um, we still do all the social media crap, which, yeah, we read everything. It's harder, harder to be on there because any more of my postings are literally just a picture of something with the model number. Cause if yeah. I say any more than that, I get banned and you know, we're already always shadow yeah, banned anyways. It's um, tough. Yep. But yeah, and- if you need us though, e- the website is the main thing, website, email, if you need support, phone numbers are on there, call us depending on what gun you have. You know, you call us and we'll take care of you, you know. And everybody in the audience, whether you're listening on the audio side or watching on the video side, down in the uh, description below, I'll have the, the links to the web page and to their social media. So that way you don't have to worry about finding it, Googling it or anything else or asking an AI. Um, <laughs> which, let's, let's face it, that's probably what the search engines are going to be right. sometime in, in the future. Um so we'll have that down in the, in the description below. And just to kind of wrap up, I like to do a speed round. And it's, okay. real, it's real easy. 
it's going to be four questions of this or that. <laughs> and oh, then, you say easy. Here we go. <laughs> and, and then one question, and then one thinking question. Now I say it's a speed round. It's not uncommon for the podcast to go 20 minutes talking about <laughs> speed round questions. I can believe that. So, Absolutely. <laughs> so, so since I know the, since the first question I was going to ask, I kind of feel I, I know the answer. I'm going to have to think of a new one for you. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's go pump action or semi-auto for a shotgun. Ooh. Okay. Most of it's in my safe pumps. I have one semi-auto. Okay. I love it. It's great. But pump something about that whether it's my 870 or my ksg pump action yeah see my first shotgun was an 870 wingmaster um that and that was uh, uh, that was Magnum. that was the first that I, I got that when i was 10 that was my first gun ever i still have it yeah. um still have still have the mark in the receiver for when i dropped it the first time out hunting <laughs> that's good those cars are good scars have, have never dropped a gun ever since because man did i learn <laughs> that lesson <laughs> I have uh, learned that one. Yeah, I keep dropping mine too many times. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So uh, let's change that. Let's let's go another shotgun question. Okay. Twelve gauge or four ten. Twelve gauge. Twelve gauge. Now I I did recently uh, last Thanksgiving did a turkey shoot at a buddy's place, and uh, my uh, my ten year old he wanted to shoot. And so my buddy's like, oh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll take him. I got this 28 gauge. I'm like, I've never shot one of those. He's like, oh, you should shoot it. So I was like, all right, I'm like, pull, pow, pow. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is pretty cool. I'm like, like, can you get 28 gauge? He goes, I don't know, dude, but I got a shit ton of it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm a purist. Like, it's like 45 and 9 and 12 gauge, you know. It's kind of the funny thing with that um, when you get your hands on somebody else's shotgun in a different caliber or, or not a caliber gauge. Yeah. Um, it, it's first of all, it's, it's not your gun. You don't have to clean it. Second of all, right. it's something brand new. Right. And it's not your ammo. Right. You like, get like the full, you get like the full joy of just shooting. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I went through about half a box. just that little bit. I'm like, you got any more, man? This is this is pretty cool. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> so I might pick one of those up. Yeah, maybe. All right. Rifle or pistol? <clears throat> I Which do love do you, my... Let me just put it this way. There's a table in front of you, and there's a rifle and a pistol. Which one do you grab for first? <sighs> As much as I do love my handguns, if I'm only like if I'm grabbing just one, probably gonna go with a rifle. Probably go with okay. a rifle. Yeah, see, I like to say that I'm a rifle guy. That uh, I'm a pistol guy that wants to be a rifle guy. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, I got a buddy of mine. You know, I was telling you about the with a with a uh, 44 Magnum, um, Marine Corps. So. You know, he's, he's a, rifle a rifleman. Yep. Right. Rifleman to the day and he dies. What's so funny? What's it's so funny? I, I love teasing him about this. We were at this, we were at this shoot. Um, it was for the Simplify Fund. Um, so it, you know, and pistols are like a total enigma for him, right? Mm -hmm. So he's shooting this thing. He, <laughs> he's shooting this stage, and he's just like missing. He just keeps on throwing 
bullet, you know, he, I mean, he's just shooting, shooting bullets after bullets after these targets, right? And he comes walking back, and I go, you realize this is competition, and it's not suppressive fire? Right? That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny is the RO, Damn. right? The Damn. RO was standing there just broke out laughing, <laughs> right? And he's like, that's okay. If we ever, if we ever, if we ever get to a three gun match, I'm going to totally tease you about the long gun stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I admit I suck at the long gun stuff, right? Um, totally love them. Just, just man, just, just for some reason they're an enigma to me. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's funny. It's like for as much USPSA as I'll shoot, you know, that just furthers me wanting to shoot rifle more. So like running PCC kind of can. Fix that niche a little bit, you know. I yeah. Go, you know what? All right, I won't run this this time. I'll run my, you know, one of my carbines. And I'll run it. But then, or lately, I've been doing a lot of like outlaw matches where it's been like a strip AK match, you know, or I did a night match, and I'm running just all rifle at that point. And I'm like, God, this is yes, yes. I want to do more of this. Am I probably better with this? I, I, I don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know. I, I just pull the damn trigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a. There's a match at a, one of the ranges here. Um, it's called Rolling Thunder. Mm-hmm. And totally a club match thing, right? So one of the guys here has a rock crawler. Okay. Has an old Ford Bronco oh, geared nice. up as a rock crawler with four-wheel steering, the big tire, the whole thing, Nice, right? nice. Okay, that's cool. So they close, they close the range down. You have a driver. RO is behind the driver. And like the passenger going. front is a guy with a pistol. <laughs> and the passenger back is a guy with a rifle. All we're right. Driving through, we're, driving through, we're driving through the range engaging targets. I'm in. Right? Awesome. So uh, I've got some footage. I'll have to send you the link to the footage. Uh, oh, guy. yeah. And it's because uh, I, I filmed this thing. And it's just, it's so, and I only got a chance to film the first stage. There was, there was a whole nother stage where, the rifle switches out to a shotgun. (laughs) So, so the person in the passenger seat goes to the back with a shotgun and the rifle guy goes up front with a pistol and it's just targets everywhere. And they're just trying to engage targets. That's awesome. Um, A lot of, a lot of fun, but yeah, you don't want, they would have to get me in the back with the shotgun. They don't want me in the front with the, (laughs) with, with the rifle. Um, yeah, I can think I've been a couple different matches where I've done rifle from a moving vehicle, shotgun from a moving vehicle, but I've not done handgun. I don't think I'd really want to do that. That'd be a little rough unless I've got like yeah. multiple 21 round mags where I can really sling some lead down range to hit shit. Well, and that, and that's what it is. is you just got mag stuff everywhere. Right? Oh, for sure. Because you're not stopping until you get to the end. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the shot counts are just astronomical on this match right i mean i, I mean imagine. you're going into this match it's you know it's like 40 bucks basically 40 bucks pays for the you know the maintenance and, and the gas and the, and the rock right roller. right um plus they got a haul it there yeah um but i mean you're you're, you're looking at a couple hundred dollars worth of ammo per person i'm, I'm I mean, okay this with is, that i'm okay with that yeah <laughs> i'm game but yeah you're co- you're coming in with you know um For your shotgun, you're coming in with a few of these, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, 
And these are a hundred, that's a hundred rounds. Oh. You're coming in with a few of those. Oh. And then, and then you're learning, you're learning to try to speed load the right. shotgun right. on a moving vehicle. Oh, because that's brutal. I mean, we're, you're driving shit, on that, on that shotgun stage. I think you're driving, you're driving about four or 500 yards. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a long stage. Yeah. So, wow. so they're running the, in this whole thing, they're purposely running your guns dry. Yeah. Um, on the rifle and pistol side, I think it's 200 yards. And, and it's not going, it, the thing's not going that fast. It's a rock. Sure, crawler. sure, sure. But still. Still, if you never start moving vehicles, you have just... If it's five miles an hour when you're trying to reload, yep. that's fast. Yep. <laughs> you, you, yep. You've already you've already passed four targets. Uh, several years ago down in Kentucky, there was this really cool zombie shoots. They don't do any more. Um, where this guy's targets were literally handmade like mannequins that had legit clothing on them. And the target was actually an actuator in the head that you can't see because he had like a homemade zombie face mask over it. So you had to hit him in the head to trip the little mechanism so they'd fall. And a couple different times, we were riding the back of a pickup truck with 12 gauges hitting these things. And I ran my KSG, which I love my KSG, but the one thing you don't want to do with the KSG is have to reload that thing. Yeah, there is no easy way of doing it. Yeah, Yeah. and you can't, it's not like you come in together, you know? So it was like, I would fire, 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 fire. Flick it to the tube. No, I didn't. I still left it where it was at. Roll it over. I'm grabbing shells, looking, trying to frantically like shove one, two, get there. Okay, there's another target. Blang, 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 blang. Like shit, reload some more. And I basically was trying to keep feeding that one tube. So if I couldn't reload, I just flick it to the other tube. And I still had like seven, eight, ten, however many, whatever many shells I was running. I could actually run some more, but I'm like, man, the self induced stress of trying to reload that damn gun from the back of a truck moving, going downhill. It was like, this is nuts. This it's is huge. absolutely nuts. But yeah. it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, see, there's so many. It, that's the greatest thing about this sport. There's so many things you can do. Yeah. yeah. So many things you can do. We've got, um, right. I'm shooting at a match, um, Kalashnikon in Missouri here, middle of May. And I have Full Forge and High Point. You know, we're part sponsors to it. So we actually will have an entire stage that utilizes both a Full Forge gear bag and a High Point carbine. And so everybody will get to shoot the nine mil carbine at some targets. It's kind of like a uh, battlefield pickup scenario. I won't go. I won't go into much about it now, just because I know it's still they're still finalizing it. But I'll I'll, I'll let you know afterwards how how I, it goes. Back when we were talking GSSF and all that stuff, I was thinking High Point should just have a, like their own competition. <laughs> and then now you're talking about yeah, we got a stage coming up. We, we, like, we get people ask us cool. that, but but man, like like just the sheer logistics of all of that. It, it, that's oh, it's that's work. That's a lot of damn work. Yeah, as cool I, as it would be, it's ah, oh, so much work. I, I can't even imagine the resources that Glock throws into GSSF matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. to that thing. Yeah, but and then, then they're also then like, have the here's the size. Of, here's the size of high point, and here's the size of Glock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glock. <laughs> it's like no, we're not going to do a match. Listen, no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just do it right there. Just do it in Ohio. Just it, it the high point invitational. Now that's an idea. I could get behind that. Right? That I could the do that. Like, like, yeah, like, like a once a year thing. Yeah, you know, here's the high point match. Yeah. Yeah. That's doable. Yeah. That's that's doable. <laughs> or, or or pick or pick a or pick like I don't know. Um, you know, any one of these little smaller, uh, you know, 
things. I was, I was thinking the gathering just because that just happened. Um, pick something like that and just have a little gun mat or right. Yeah. Yeah. That, anyways, that, would, that would be cool for, for your fourth question. Okay. Would you rather reload ammo or clean guns? Reload ammo. Yeah, clean guns. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't clean my guns. No, yeah. I, I had. I think it was. It was this Glock in particular. Like when it's early lifestyle, I was like, "Man, this thing is really feeling kind of shitty." Buddy of mine's a bit of a Glock guy, so I was like, "Dude, what, what's what's going on with this thing?" I'm like, check it out. And he looks at, takes apart, looks at, it, and he goes, "Dude, you ever clean this thing?" And I was like, "No, no." <laughs> he goes, <it's> "Glock." <laughs> Just put some oil in the damn thing. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, man, that's smooth again. Cool. I guess I should <laughs> maybe clean them when they get gritty. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. So no, uh, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather stand out there, you know, listening to a movie and just reload round after round after reload round. Reload ammo. And, and yep. clean this shit. No. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I got spoiled <laughs> with uh, ultrasonic cleaners. And um, that's something I should still invest in for that. Yeah, just, just to drop it just in go and go. Throw it in and just. And it's funny because I got these little ones from like Harbor Freight mm-hmm. and I'm like on my fifth one. Cause I burn them <laughs> out. <laughs> right? Just like, like put the gun in, put that heater on, put that thing to the max. Now I'm just, I'll be back in five minutes. Ah, it's still dirty. Keep going. <laughs> All right, I'll, have to, I'll have to pick one of the Harbor Freight ones up. Then. I, that's, that's cool. You get a, yeah. it, when they're on sale. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're cheap. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Harbor Freight. It's Harbor Freight. It's Harbor Freight. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, you know, all you know what you get. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's just like, man, those things are. It, it, when you have like, I'll tell you where where you're really gonna love it. Bolt carriers. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Bolt, the bolt carriers. carriers. That's the worst thing I want to clean. The second, yeah, just you put it. <laughs> you put a bolt carrier in, and I just use Simple Green in it. Right. Put a bolt carrier in. You're like, okay. Then you hit the button, you hear the little thing go off, and you just see like these clouds coming out of the bolt carrier. Like, <laughs> wow, like that's foul. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That, that's exactly kind of what I want for for bolt carrier groups. Yeah, that was that the was not that bad. The bolt carrier, yeah, yeah. See what I did with uh, <laughs> with my bolt carriers. Um, uh, I I painted them with uh, micro slick from um, um, Cerakote, mm-hmm. and um, now you know when when I go to clean them off. It's just like wipes off. off. Like, oh my god, this is awesome. That's pretty cool. So yeah. for, for your final question, this will be your yep. thinking question. You see, I told you when we get into the speed yeah. round, you, you, there's like twenty <laughs> there's like twenty minutes left of the podcast. Um, um for your final question, I'm gonna walk you in to the largest warehouse in the world. And inside this warehouse is literally one of every gun that has ever existed in history, whether it was production, prototype, what, whatever. And I go, you're allowed to have one and only one. What do you walk out with? That's a piece of cake. Because the way you even laid that out there, that it's even if it was a one of production. So I know there's at least one, there might've been two. Um, but it would be the, what's known as, it's not the firing gun was, a M41A pulse rifle from, I can't try to mirror funny. myself there. I was so funny because I saw the Aliens poster back there <laughs> and, 
And I'm sitting there no, going, and, there, oh, I, and I, there's I, and there's three as well, Aileen. Yep. Two, two and three. Because <laughs> I saw that, and I'm just sitting there going, um, like, uh, so for my favorite was Aliens Two. Um, I, I liked Aliens Two. Um, three it kind of got a little weird. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's like, hey, we're gonna make some more money. Here's three, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, um, we haven't quite seen enough of Scorny Weaver, so here's three. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because that was a badass rifle. Yep. Right. I mean, I mean, and then when you really think about it, the fact that it's a Tommy gun with an 870 with spas parts around that, yeah, you don't want to carry that thing. You really don't. It's no. gonna be stupid heavy. I don't care. It's awesome. It's like one of the right? coolest sci-fi guns there yeah. ever was. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been so tempted so many times to, you know, uh, there's a company that makes an airsoft one, but I've been so many, tempted so many times to even maybe half-ass build like a legit one, but then reality sets it. I'm like, this would be so stupid heavy. I'm like, it wouldn't even be fun. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna be like, you literally you're gonna have to hip shoot it because you can't shoulder the damn thing because all of its nope. mass out forward. You know, it's like no, but I want one. If I walked in that warehouse, yeah, yeah an M41A pulse That's rifle, what... absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, see, I like the way you went with that one. I because I'll get I will get some people that are like, oh, I wanna, you know, they'll just name something like okay, cool. Like a, I uh, want a pristine 1903. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. yeah. No. I'll, I'll tell you, um <laughs> I had um on one of the speed round questions I had, I had the 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 attorney general for the state of Montana on. Nice. And uh so he's a huge gun guy. I don't know in Montana. <laughs> yeah. He's a third generation Montana rancher. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. He's a gun guy. <laughs> so um, he wrote a whole, I had one of my videos taken down from YouTube. Um, and uh, it was a long story, but five, five U.S. senators didn't like that I had built a gun. Um, yeah. Right. Right. So right. Okay. Like, I'm a gunsmith. Right. I, I, I do that stuff. Right. Yeah. So. Um, he wrote a whole letter about how I, I didn't break any laws. <laughs> but anyways, so we get into the speed round and I asked him, I go, uh, one of his questions was, is uh, earplugs or earmuffs for hearing protection? And right out of his mouth was, can I say suppressor? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will take yes, that as an answer. That's great. That's, that's great. <laughs> like, suppressor. This is, yeah, suppressor. He's and he's a three gun guy. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just like like how many attorney generals should you go go suppressor? <laughs> we need more like that. Yeah, we need more yeah, exactly, like that. suppressor. Right? Yeah, no, no. Forget earplugs. Forget mouths. Suppressors. 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 Yeah, plural. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, this is gonna be suppressed. The rifle's gonna be suppressed. The shotgun might yeah. be suppressed. You know, suppress it. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know it's getting late Absolutely. there. You probably want to spend some time with your family. Yeah, she's Thank looking at me. So I got to fire the grill up. <laughs> yep. I, I, I know. We see, I'm two hours behind you. See, it's only five o'clock here. Yeah. But it's getting late there. <laughs> see, and I can tell because your whole room's getting darker. Oh, I, I bet. Yeah, because I, I don't have any lights on in here. It's just the monitor. That's it. <laughs> so, well, anyways, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. Have fun Absolutely. at NRAM because you're leaving just in a few days. For everybody yep. that's li listening to this, this will be coming out on Sunday. He's already going to be at NRAM. So <laughs> go, go to NRAM and go go check yeah. out the new hotness with the 30 Super Carry. 
And in general, if you've never been to one of those shows, go to one because they're awesome cool. shows. They, I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're smaller shot shows and they're worth your time to go to it. Even if you're not happy with the NRA, I get that. Go to see the manufacturers that you love and you want to see. That's really what it's about to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, anyways, man, have a great evening and thanks again. for Thank you. In. Absolutely, man. Anytime, anytime. I met David shot and on the podcast, he was every bit of the person that he was in the high point booth there at shot. Such an amazing guy. I had a great time talking to him and we talked some, you know, the high point stuff, but honestly, the script went right out the window because I actually write notes so that way I can go through, you know, the podcast. That way we can go through and cover things. And, well, if things get a little slow, I can pick a question out and ask a question. But in these podcasts, really, wherever the guest wants to go, we'll go. And this was a podcast that kind of just ran away and we just had fun with it. And I hope you had a great time listening to it. Definitely go check out High Point. Look, they're not a SIG. They're not a Glock. They're a High Point. They know their audience and they know what they are. You need an affordable gun. High Point is the way to go. It's going to come with a lifetime warranty. Even if you buy a used one and you have a problem, High Point's going to take care of you. Definitely go check out High Point Firearms. Now for the product of the podcast, it is the Lyman Digital Pull Gauge. Now I use this on all of my work to test what the poundage is on a trigger pull. Love this product, have had it for years. Definitely would go buy another one. The link is down below, go check it out. Now for the video of the podcast, right there, if you're watching on YouTube, click on that. That is the top five DIY tools that you should own. Link is down below for those of you in the audio side. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there and look forward to talking to you again soon.